Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It's Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence, and we're ready to get the day started with the information you need in West Virginia. The forecast Pleasant conditions for much of West Virginia for the next several days. We'll talk about that in the forecast in a moment. Right now, let's get up to date on the news of the day in West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Carrie Hudasek. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Chris. The damage from last week's flash flood in Kanawha County is so significant that one resident has formed a community group to help residents file assessment surveys. The reports just aren't adding up. So we took the initiative to start going door to door to gather reports ourselves because there's so much more damage that people don't see from the main roads. Campbell's Creek resident Rebecca Yuri and some of her neighbors listened to Governor Jim Justice describe the damage on Tuesday. Jeff Jenkins was there. It's been more than a week since the flash flood hit parts of Kanawha and Fayette counties. And here on Campbell's Creek, you can still obviously see the damage and you can hear the machinery as the cleanup continues as they try to restore some things to their lives that they lost. Governor Jim Justice toured some of these areas on Tuesday, and as his words, it's, quote, tough stuff. The governor says, unfortunately, when it comes to flood cleanup and it comes to trying to restore some of these areas, it doesn't move as quickly as a lot of us hope that it would. The governor says he'll do all in his power to help get a federal disaster declaration for these areas. I want these people behind me to do every single thing in their power to help those people. Every way. From Campbell's Creek, I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. The Fayette County Commission meets at 9 this morning to get an update on flood relief efforts there. It's been the wettest summer on record in the Charleston area. National Weather Service meteorologist Megan Keebler says more than 23 inches of rain has fallen since the beginning of June, leading to overly saturated roads and then flooding. We have seen those more impactful flooding events this summer. We just saw one um, less than two weeks ago here in Kanawha County, and that was on the day that we saw over three inches of rainfall during those overnight hours. Forecasters are predicting below average rain for this fall. The school bells will be ringing in Jackson County as students arrive in the classrooms for the first time this morning. However, one school will remain closed today due to flood damage. Jackson County School Superintendent Will Hossafluk says they were ready to open Ripley Elementary School but discovered some problems in a couple of rooms that took on water from earlier this month. You have some rooms that uh, have asbestos in the mastic under the tile and they started to pop. Therefore, we're going to have to abate uh, those rooms. That's Hasa Fluke speaking with Metro News affiliate WMOV Radio in Ravenswood. Ripley Elementary is now set to open next Monday. 
Today is also the first day of school in Putnam County. Superintendent John Hudson says they're ready. Anytime there's a new school year, it always brings, I guess, a fresh start to renew, to reflect on goals and our priorities. And so I'm extremely excited for our students to be back. The doors also open for the new school year today in Harrison, Roan, Summers and Tucker counties. Meanwhile, college students are stepping up to help Montegalia County schools deal with staffing shortages. Superintendent Donna Hage says they're using student teachers from nearby Fairmont State University and WVU. It's a win-win because we hope to get them during that student teaching experience. Um, They are working toward their teaching credentials, so we're not lowering standards. Hage says the goal is to keep students on staff after they graduate. Most of their vacancies are in special education, English language arts, and counseling. Construction is underway on Wheeling's new fire department headquarters. A groundbreaking ceremony was held Tuesday at the new facility, located at the intersection of 17th and Wood Streets. Firefighters say the new station will result in better response times given its access to U.S. Route 250 and Interstate 70. U.S. Senator Shelley Moore Capito will be in Wheeling later this morning to host a broadband summit. She and Doug Kinkoff, Associate Administrator with the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, will take a tour of Ogilvy Resort and meet with Internet providers at 10 this morning. U.S. Attorney for West Virginia's Northern District Bill Elenfeld plans to join federal, state, and local law enforcement officers to discuss a recent operation involving the seizure of fentanyl this morning. A press conference will be held at the Morgantown Police Department at 11 o'clock. U.S. Attorney for West Virginia's Southern District, Will Thompson, says a man arrested for carrying a pair of fake bombs into the Bluefield Federal Building on Monday has a history of mental illness. He doesn't have much of a criminal history. He does appear to have some significant mental health issues, though. I think he had some issues of believing things that were true that were not necessarily true. 50-year-old James Fowler came into the federal building with a black bag claiming it contained an explosive device. He also claimed he placed another device outside a Bluefield church. Bill No will become the chief aviation officer for Marshall University's Division of Aviation beginning next month. Marshall President Brad Smith made that announcement on Tuesday. No's name is currently attached to the Marshall Bill No Flight School. No will assume the, the role on September 6th. Governor Jim Justice says he would support an LIV tournament event coming to the Greenbrier. I'd love to see it happen, you know, from the standpoint of, of uh, bringing, you know, a big, another big event to West Virginia. It'd be great, you know, uh, from the standpoint of conversations, ongoing conversations. They've they've surely had ongoing conversations. That's Justice speaking at his COVID-19 media briefing Tuesday. Earlier this month, reports indicated discussions between representatives of LIV Golf and the Greenbrier, which Justice owns. Thank you, Carrie. Coming up in our backgrounder, we'll go back to Campbell's Creek where Jeff Jenkins caught up with a woman who has put together an association to make sure that all of her neighbors have adequately reported the damages that they have endured due to last week's flash flooding. And then Kyle Wiggs will join us as Marshall takes an early season blow even before the first game is played. We'll tell you about that and all the day's sports with Kyle coming up. No matter the season, depend on Metro News for the best high school sports coverage. Coming in August, high school football returns. Join Fred Persinger and Dave Jekyllin Wednesday nights for the high school sports line. Friday nights, the 21-year tradition continues with Summit Community Bank High School Game Night. Then a recap of all the games Saturday morning on the scoreboard. Also, get in-depth stories and features from Joe Bercato and Greg Carey at the website. Join us starting August 24th here on Metro News, the voice of high school sports in West Virginia. 
Nobody covers West Virginia like Metro News. Start each weekday at 6.06 a.m. with the morning news. Veteran anchors Chris Lawrence and Kerry Hudasek deliver the day's biggest stories, along with in-depth reports from Jeff Jenkins, Alex Thomas, and Jake Flatley. The morning news also brings you the latest in sports from Kyle Wiggs and Joe Bracato, Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary, and the entertainment report. The morning news on the Metro News Radio Network and at wvmetronews.com. Kyle Wiggs will be on with sports in just a moment. Right now in our background, there's a new community group that has formed on Campbell's Creek in Kanawha County following last week's flash flooding there. Metro News' Jeff Jenkins was on the creek with the governor yesterday and spoke to Rebecca Urey, who helped create the Campbell's Creek Cares Community Association in hopes of helping her community recover from the flood. Her story in our backgrounder. We found that um, not all the reports were being called into the county or transmitted electronically. Um, we've also found that the Red Cross hasn't getting the information to where it's adding up with what the county has. The, the, the reports just aren't adding up. So we took the initiative to start going door to door to gather reports ourselves because there's so much more damage that people don't see from the main roads. Right. So that's, you know, going door to door. What kind of damage have you seen? We have seen everything from bridges and culverts on private roads that aren't covered by the state. Uh, We've seen houses washed off their foundations, foundations completely crumbled, vehicles at a total loss. We have churches that have flooded. Uh, Where our local food pantry is, the the pastor's parsonage is completely flooded. And there's also from frustration with flood insurance, that type of thing. Yes, many people are finding out that the homeowners and flood insurance they were counting on to take care of these damages, they're just not going to pay out and cover. So they're at square one like those who have no insurance. So hopeful that got to get the right information in to get FEMA right to get the numbers hopefully for FEMA. Absolutely. Everywhere we've turned, it's pretty much the ball's just been bounced back into our court. So we formed this association to get out door to door with our community and our residents, especially the elderly who aren't technologically savvy, uh, to get the reports taken, paper, boots on the ground, get them in ourselves. Uh, we know that we have the damage that we need to meet quota to get assistance in here. It's just kind of being bypassed and ignored. Gary spoke with Governor Jim Justice when he paid a visit to Campbell's Creek on Tuesday. Time now for an update on sports. We go to the sports desk. Kyle Wiggs is in, and Kyle, they've not even played a game yet, and Marshall has already suffered a setback. Indeed. Marshall's football team will begin the season without standout running back Rasheen Ali. The university says Ali is taking time away from football and from the team. He was set to begin his third season in the program as a redshirt freshman last year. Ali rushed for 1,400 yards, 23 rushing touchdowns, 25 total touchdowns. Head coach Charles Huff said in a statement Tuesday, quote, Rasheen will be away from the team for some time. As soon as he is mentally, physically, and emotionally ready to return, he will be back. And Ali's absence, it's expected Florida State transfer Kalan Laybourne will assume an expanded role, and even Ethan Payne, the 2019 Kennedy Award winner from Polka High School, he becomes more of a prominent feature of the running game for Marshall in the absence of Rasheen Ali. We've got Mountaineer coverage right now at WVMetroNews.com. High school sports back on Metro News. The debut of high school sports line tonight, 7.06 until 9 o'clock along the Metro News radio network and the metro news kickoff classic sponsored by the health plan it's thursday morgantown plays at south charleston 
live video stream at WVMetroNews.com. Atlanta beat the Pirates 6-1, to Philadelphia 7, the Reds 6, and Baltimore beat the White Sox 5-3. to Thanks, Cal. Tune in Thursday night at WVMetroNews.com as we bring you the SSAC Kickoff Classic. That'll feature Morgantown and South Charleston opening up the high school football season in the state. Now with today's commentary, here is the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, my attitude toward vehicles most of my life has been general ambivalence. Yes, I want something that's dependable, does well in the snow, and is big enough to haul bags of yard mulch. Beyond that, I have no particular brand loyalty or color preference. But there have been two exceptions. The first was a 1968 blue Mustang four-speed with a 289 V8 engine. That car accompanied me from my early formative years into manhood, roughly ages 17 to 23. The second was a brief affair with a silver Alfa Romeo a two-week-long rental my wife and I used on a drive through Europe some years back. The five gears, or was it six, sleek design and high-performance engine were perfect for the Austrian Autobahn and the curved highways of the Italian Dolomites. The common denominator of these two vehicles was a manual transmission, which unfortunately we now know is going the way of whip antennas, cigarette lighters, and full-sized spare tires. Ian Bogost, writing in The Atlantic, reports that soon nearly all vehicles will have fully automatic transmissions. He writes, In 2000, more than 15% of new and used cars sold by the auto retailer CarMax came with stick shifts. By 2020, that figure had dropped to 2.4%. Bogost wrote, Among the hundreds of new car models for sale in the United States this year, only about 30 can be purchased with a manual transmission. The shift away from shifters is being hastened by the growing popularity of electric vehicles, which don't even have gearboxes. This gradual but inevitable transition is leaving gear shifters adrift on a sea of automatic transmission fluid. The consensus among manual transmission devotees is that shifting gears makes the driver feel, dare I say, at one with the vehicle. As Bogost writes, the manual transmission's chief appeal derives from the feeling it imparts to the drivers, a sense, whether real or imagined, that he or she is in control. I felt that way as a young man, tearing down Flowing Springs Road from Jefferson High School, winding out each gear, watching the tachometer head toward red before shifting, and then again later in life, speeding through the Austrian countryside, slipping easily from gear to gear. I got the distinct feeling the car was doing what it was made to do. But that was about the experience of driving, instead of what it's become, a function, a transportation necessity. I don't think about those gear-shifting days much anymore, but Bogost's story made me wistful for lost youth, exotic travel, and the joy of driving. Maybe if I live long enough, driving won't be like driving at all, as more vehicles become autonomous. It'll be more like riding an elevator. Get in, push a button, hear the soft whine of an electric engine, and sense motion. That will undoubtedly be easier, safer, and a little sadder. Chris? Thanks, Hop. Hoppy's commentary is posted each weekday to our website, wvmetronews.com. Your West Virginia weather forecast on this Wednesday morning. Building high pressure will bring dry conditions through Thursday. Slight chance for an afternoon shower and thunderstorm returning is heading into the weekend, along with a return of above-average temperatures. Now, the weather becomes increasingly active next week with an approaching cold front. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Kerry Hudasek, I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. 
Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.